season six at the new start. There are already five seasons complete, 12 episodes each at any podcast platform. We have already hosted quite a number of guests in our podcast who share their curiosity, their experience, their approaches to learning, uh, teaching, living in new environments, and also building up skill sets. It's all around uh, living and learning together and uh, getting inspired. Whenever you think it is appropriate for you to see the depths of growth mindset, the depths of live and learn philosophy, just join and enjoy. So welcome to our season six, live and learn with us. Live and learn. Hi, hello, how are you doing? How have you been recently? What's your week like? My week is short meaning working week, as uh, we told in uh, our first episode of the season, a four-day working week is wonderful. Not only is the rest of the week relaxing, but also um, all the time is fulfilling, encouraging, uh, intense, uh, interesting to live, and um, inspiring to do more during the next four-day period of time and uh, then getting the utmost of the relaxation time, I find it working and amazing to live. Wow. I'm here to celebrate your decision to go from five years ago, six days of uh, work to five days of work and then to uh, now to four days a week. So knowing you for, I don't know, how many years already? So many years. So many years already. So I've, I've seen you do, doing uh, your work in a very different schedule. And uh, I'm so inspired by where you're moving and how you're putting yourself in the center of your own uh, professional accessibility. <laughs> putting myself in the center of my own scheduling. Do you remember the time as we've known each other for many, many years now? Do you remember the time when I would schedule a Sunday morning lesson and that get outraged because a student would uh, reschedule or cancel or say, oh, I completely forgot we had some other plans for Sunday. Really, didn't you know you would have some other plans for Sunday when you were scheduling? But being an extremely responsible person, I can say, I take scheduling very seriously. And then having this reaction like, oh, I suddenly recalled that I was going to do something else. Okay, so our common decision to do something together is not a priority. Something else is a priority. And then the question arises, why am I not prioritizing myself in this situation or in such situations? Mm. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, is this the evolution of how you understand your own self and your professional self? Or have you been informing yourself on the experiments that the um, several companies and countries are leading towards changing to a six-day work week? What's the background there? Well, the background, as usual, is in our childhood. 
when I started going to school as a kid, uh, we had a six-day uh, learning week. We would go to school Monday to Saturday and have only one day off. And then I think in the end of elementary school, it all changed and we only had five uh, learning days a week, which completely changed the perception of school days and of the weekend. It was a longer weekend. Uh, we could do more things. Uh, we could, uh, apart from helping around uh, the house, do some hobbies, uh, and we had enough time compared with when we had very little time only on Sunday to do some housework, mm -hmm. some homework, and then that's it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it all <laughs> roots uh, back in uh, childhood experiences so I could as a little child already feel the difference mm -hmm. when I started uh, having longer weekends it was uh, at about the same time as uh, I saw some experiments on that and articles uh, going out saying you know companies uh, corporations tend to shift it starts with industrial work workers don't get sick so often so companies are interested in providing better working conditions so that they don't have to pay extra mm -hmm. and Using the same terminology, it pays off when workers have better working conditions. You know, recently uh, there was a uh, World Economic Forum article um, that uh, published a um, data analysis, I think, uh, how shorter working days can affect uh, the productivity on a corporate level, but also on a personal level. Yeah, because it's been argued for a while now, right, that uh, the workers who are working really long week, adding even more hours can reduce productivity tremendously. In contrast, when the experiments were running through hundreds of companies, it said that uh, implementing shorter hours does cause the opposite effect. So they, that means that the are able to recover from the routine, from the fatigue, and to arrive home to recalibrate their focus, increase energy, do some sports, and so on. So there is like much more life in the hours left out after the work. My question is, is to you, is it really true that Less is really more in this case. What's your experience? Less isn't more. I feel better organized is better. I would put it in these terms. Mm -hmm. As I'm not involved into production, I can't assess less as more or equal or whatever because I'm not operating with numbers of how much I could produce because I don't produce. Yeah, I deliver services my well-being influences positively on uh, the well-being of my students, of course, and um, feeling better, feeling not tired, feeling not burnt out for a teacher, I think is essential for better quality of lessons. That's what I'm noticing. A hungry or a tired teacher as we've said, uh, is not the best condition that a teacher can be in. 
So mm-hmm. I'd better work fewer hours, but have enough time to relax, do sport, uh, listen to music, read another article that could be helpful to a student as well, eat my healthy lunch, and then be 100% there for a student to do intense work together, to be as helpful as I can at the uh, maximum of my capacity. Put in these terms, it is better, not more, I can't assess the quantity, yeah, but more in terms of quality, quality time spent with the student, complete 100% presence in the lesson, thinking about the needs of the student, what I can teach them, and not what am I going to cook as soon as this lesson is over, because I'm hungry or because I'm tired. We have also been thinking with our students in, in business school how the hybrid work is changing our workplace. Well, everybody was impacted by the pandemics and lockdowns and had to discover how working in a completely new reality changed their working attitudes and approach in quite a long time, right? So when It used to be uh, a couple of years ago, a couple of virtual classes or meetings in a company. That was one thing. But when you have a year-long work experience in a completely different way, so we all had to adapt, to recalibrate, to reschedule, reassess our approaches, our practices. So then what changed in this perspective? I I think more people recognized the opportunities that making work more efficient is uh, in their own hands, in their own power. Of course, we had the huge rise of uh, assisting uh, programs, applications, and so on in uh, technology that is there to assist and the, the huge boom of how people are getting there, the trainings, webinars, and so on. So we had a huge amount of training ourselves how to cope with this emergency teaching, emergency working online, and so on. I think that as a tendency, we received, okay, if I'm working from home, I need to organize myself better on a larger scale, right, of people trying to think how to do it more efficiently. More people understood when they work more efficiently, finally. So it's not nine to five, as the company says. But if you have a clearer mind in the early in the morning while your kids are sleeping and, uh, you know, before you start doing the breakfast, if this is the case. So I heard some people were starting their work there. And then they, they said that they were too tired after. But they were trying out, experimenting discovering their own most efficient hours, most efficient ways. They discovered how much time do they need to recover after the Zoom fatigue when your eyes are, you know, just start um, feeling irritated, right? When you have this feeling of fatigue in your eyes. So they started understanding that, oh, this is not going to last if I keep on doing this. So I need a break. I need to go outside. I need to see at the skies into the distant and very close thing. So they tried several methods, what's working, what's not sharing with other people. I think this pandemic 
created a revolutional change to hybrid work, just as internet, the appearance of internet brought us into the opportunity to have the online or rather digital revolution. And just as the invention of revolution brought us to the industrial revolution itself. So it's not like a very slow evolution how we bring up. No, there was a huge rapid disruption as a society we had to adapt to stay resilient. I would have a next question to you just like, do you think that working online so hard, so much as we did, provoked your decision to start the semester this way? I wouldn't say I worked harder online than I did before. Did it change your perspective that this could be a new normal to you? Did it bring you eventually to work in less hours? No, no, it's not the, it's not the case with me, I believe, because uh, I started working online uh, long before we all had to move online. You know? So anyway, most of my lessons were online. And uh, nothing much changed for me. Anyway, I believe for many people, it could be like that. Suddenly starting to work online instead of communicating with people live in uh, the office or in the classroom, whatever their job is, could bring to changes. For me, it was not the case, but uh, I think I'm just getting older. (laughs) Very simple thing. I'm just getting older. As we grow older, we tend to change our lifestyles. Uh, We get tired with age. We get tired uh, more quickly. It's a very simple thing. If uh, you remember how your day could look like when you were 18, 20 years old, it's much more different when you're 30. It is much more different when a person is 40 and older and so on. Here, the key to understanding what is best for you, I believe, and I think we share this view as know thyself, as we repeat from time to time, because it's really about being close to your own needs. If you think you need to have an afternoon nap, just be aware of it and organize your day, keeping in mind that you might not be as active in the evening as you could be if you had that afternoon nap. That's true for me. Now, not so much. But when I wake up earlier in the morning, I cannot uh, go on throughout the day with the equal level of energy. I'm aware of that. That's why if I wake up really early, I would plan for that afternoon nap, even 20 minutes. And that is based on scientific uh, neuroscience research that 20 minutes uh, short light sleep uh, is enough to recover a bit and then be able to work more intense, more productively in the second part of the day. But that, again, is uh, not connected uh, for me with the online mode or hybrid mode, but rather with uh, feeling my needs and organizing my working time around uh, my needs which in turn makes this shift possible to serving better the people who I work with if I first think about my own needs. That's the clue, I think. 
And that makes you another trendsetter, you know, <laughs> because more and more professional reports on uh, the way we learn, the way we work, on uh, learning and development, on the future of the work, hybrid workplaces, they bring up this necessity to formulate that uh, the human-centered leadership, the human-centered workplace, the human-centered work is becoming the biggest trend and um, something that should change from business-oriented perspectives to the uh, human-centered leadership. So, for example, if you think of such huge players on the market like Burson Academy, who uh, published couple of months ago, I think, human-centered leadership report or Gartner who formulates uh, the same things. So they keep on trying to formulate that uh, office-centric work is not uh, the, the paradigm any longer. And specifically after the pandemic, so more companies have seen that their efficiency and productivity as a company can still rise and some in some industries does arise and um yeah trying trying to form, formulate that the work design for a company is now leaning towards this human-centric behaviors when we create our work schedule meetings approach to work in a more agile in a more intentionally empathy-based ideas approaches implementations i think this is this is beautiful how 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 you're in trendsetter in so many ways i'm just human and i think it's a privilege to know that you're human to remain human and uh, being human to bring more live and learn live and learn Thank you for listening to this episode. If you share Live and Learn philosophy, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on all the major social media, comment and spread the word about this podcast so that more people could get their weekly portion of growth mindset content. Live and learn!